Hello, this is Dee, also known as Film Imprint, coming back again today to the podcast known as Write What You Want to Read and Draw What You Want to See. And, um, yeah, through my many, many years of experience with doing digital art, anime, cartooning, and it went all the way from the bottom to the top, uh, through that and everything, learned all my way around Procreate and everything, and it was such a bumpy ride. And speaking of a bumpy ride, of my most recent adventure in the writing world, I did a first and second draft to a book and a first draft to another book and everything and I've learned so much and I have gotten all the tips, tricks, what not to do's and have compiled it into these podcasts episode by episode. You will be learning much more from me than pretty much anyone else that I know of in your creative journeys throughout this wacky world of art and being an artisan. Let's get started. Hello, it is I, your precious piece of pasta, and you all my prideful packing peanuts, because guess what? It is Pride Month, and yes, I'm going to do this all the way up until the end of the month, or at least that's what the plan is. <laughs> I just love pride. Woo! Pride for pride. Woo! So anyways, let's get started. So today is art, of course, because art is today. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know why I'm speaking like that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Wee 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 wee. But um yeah, so let's get started. So like I said, we're going to be talking about art. And more specifically, we're going to be talking about fur. Now, I have discussed before on on this podcast channel of mine, you know, how some ways you can do fur, but I never really went into it into detail and I had never really practiced it before. I never really put it into practice. But, until most recently, I have put it into practice, and I now have an interesting idea on how to draw fur realistically. Or as realistically as you can get with, you know, the tools that you have and everything. So, um, yeah, let's get started. So, one of the first way- one of the first things we have to determine is whether or not we're working digitally or in um, realistically because and also what we're using as well because frankly I hate to say it for those of us who work with pencil paper or marker and paper or watercolor and paper but I don't really know how to do it on paper I'm sorry I am a purely a digital artist I sometimes work on paper, but that's only for like birthday cards and stuff, so it's like one of those where it's not really professional, so I'm all like, eh. <laughs> so, we're gonna be mostly talking about the digital way today. The one that I have recently figured out. It's actually a lot more simple than I thought it would be. Now, depending on what program you're using, or whatever, depends on what type of br- uh, what your brush will be called, or what it'll be like, or something. But generally, you want, um, not a hairbrush. And, um, what I mean by hairbrush is not the single word hairbrush, for example, the thing that brushes your hair. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a brush for hair. For example, um, in Procreate, there is, like, um, I don't want to say, like, thin or thick hair, um, but, you know, something along the lines of that, and it is a brush for very realistic hair. So that's that's what I'm talking about there. You know. <laughs> so
So what you're going to want is you're not going to want that brush. Now that's the that's your first mistake. Hair and fur are two different things. Hair tends to be longer and you know it tends to be like silky smooth, reflective, whereas fur tends to be you know more chaotic, you know. If you ever look at a cat or something, it tends to go a certain way as well or the animal likes it a certain way. For example, you can like ruffle up ruffle up their fur a bit and you'll find that it'll if you ruffle it up like for example if it goes if it goes down you pull it up it's gonna stick more out and everything because that's not the way it was supposed to go and everything so 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 the kind of brush you're looking for is well I'd say something kind of like the hair brushes but not quite you know, you're looking for something that, you know, is just, it's not reflective or anything, but it can be used as fur or something like that. It's really hard to describe brushes and stuff without knowing the names of it. Um, um, I can look it up in Procreate real quick. Let me see what it is called, because it's a very specific brush that I have been using simply because it is what has worked so far so let me see uh, i've been using sable it seems the sable brush in the organic section which honestly makes sense first off sable i'm not sure what sable is in real life to be perfectly honest with you um <laughs> although i would like to know now but basically this brush is kind of like, kind of like the hairbrush, except, um, you know, it doesn't have the light, the light, the, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, um, lighter parts to it. It doesn't quite have, it doesn't have opacity to it like the hairbrush does, for example, on a hair on hairbrushes, um, you also notice it goes dark and then the opacity light lightens up and then it goes dark again because it's supposed to have that shine. Well, this doesn't. And, and, and also, it's wild looking. You know, it's, it's a wild pattern that was made into this brush. You know, it's obviously got, you know, it's obviously got, you know, spaces in it and everything like that in the um, base thing that makes up the brush. Um, it's hard to explain how Procreate brushes are made without having to go into full detail. But, you know, basically, you take a, you take a picture and you basically make hundreds of copies of that picture every time you make a stroke in a succession in the way that you made the stroke. That is basically how, how you do it. And, um, yeah, so the base picture for this has, you know, it has a lot of space to it, but it also has a lot of dark spots and everything to it. So that's, that's basically how it, how it is. So now that we've got our brush, the next thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to pick a base color. Now your base color can be anything. For example, if you have a fox, um, like I, I, I've been working on. Um, you basically, you know, if you're thinking of doing a typical red fox, you basically take a base color of red. Whatever red is meant to be your base, 
use that, okay? For example, um, if you were doing, if you were doing line art for this, and you were just starting to color it in without shading, without texture, without anything, what would that color be? Okay, so now that you've got that color, the next thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to start making basically random strokes in the direction that the fur is supposed to go. This is why we talked about how, you know, cat's fur goes in a certain way. And that's because it's a texture brush. It's a texture brush. So the thing you have to remember is with texture brushes, you know, you have to put down the texture right. You know, if you if you don't put it down right, then it's going to look weird. Your fur is going to look weird. And so once you do that, now you don't have to fill in all of the spaces, all of the gaps, all of everything. You just need a base. Because you're going to consistently layer. That's what you're going to do. You're going to... What I did here is I went, uh, I went to the color wheel and made it just a little bit darker every time. Just a little bit darker. Not too much, that way we don't get the value off, but just for a few different coats. And yet again, you don't necessarily want to cover every space of the canvas. For one, you lose your texture, which makes this whole thing pointless. And two, the thing is, is you're supposed to be layering. It makes it more realistic if it's layered this way. So. The next thing you're going to want to do after you've done as many layers as you need to without losing that original color too much, the next thing you're going to want to do, of course, is shading. Now, with shading, you don't want to be too dramatic. You know, you don't, you don't want to go crazy with it. So, yet again, we do basically the same method as before. And we keep consistent with the way we do it. If we're going... If we're going from the left to the right, we keep going from the left to the right. You have to keep this consistent or else it's not going to look right because, you know, even with your shadows and everything like that, unless you're overlaying, you know, um, dark, a darker version of your color, unless you're doing like an overlay of a shadow, it's going to look a bit off. And yet again, we want that more realistic feel, so we're gonna want to make more strokes. Now, you don't want to go too overboard with this. At least, I wouldn't think you want to. Now, you obviously want to make it realistic and everything. But, you know, the more you do this, the darker you go, the more you lose your original color. So, you if you really want to keep that color, you're gonna just want to keep with just a few different layers of this you know, shading and everything like that. Doesn't mean the shading and stuff doesn't make it look better. Believe me, it does. Shading makes it realistic. I mean, there's shadows all over in real life, so obviously you're going to want it in your art to make it realistic. But if you go too over... I, I do think if you'd go too overboard with this, it would you'd just become a perfectionist at this point. You know, you don't want to go too overboard. You got to remember, art is meant, art is also has fun value and everything to it. So you got to keep that fun value as well. That's all I'm trying to say here. So, anyways, that's basically how I have been making for for a while, um, or not necessarily a while, but just for this one project that I'm doing. That is how I have made for, look. 
as realistic as I possibly can, realistically. <laughs> I'm not here to spend 10 hours on one project, I'm just having fun and goofing off. <laughs> so, anyways, I will see you all of the later, and goodbye.